Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening today for this episode of Tree Talk 178 with myself, Jack Neville, and Matt Callan of the Weekly Observer and Vale Star. And off lot to get through as we do every week. Uh, we've started the leagues. We have the, the National Football League is coming down to the wire. The Horrors concluded their league campaign and the latest footballers are into the league final. So stay tuned for all that and more. Impression the game, we get old with what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go out and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? He's just about kept in. Oh, wow. Well, it's Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tommaso Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me spend out there from the world court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact that that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? No sympathy in this game for anybody. How are you keeping on, on this Thursday morning when we're recording, Matt? Uh, it seems to be breaking the weather. Uh, there's a lot of games we've played at the moment. It seems like summer is quickly approaching. Well, Jack, this week, um, as, as you know, I, ha- I have been indisposed for a while there now, but um, um, I'm like the cat that got the cream this morning, Jack, because... Um, before coming on, I was just reflecting on the week that we had since we last spoke. We had Kalashdi August Yosef kicking off the week with, with winning a school's hurling title. We had Odd Skull winning an, an All Ireland. We had Limerick footballers beating um, Leash. We had we had um, uh, Limerick hurlers beating Offaly, and we had Limerick ladies footballers um, qualifying for the Division Four final with a win over over Fermanagh Jack. It's the stuff the dreams are made of. Yeah, it was and it was St. Patrick's weekend as well. We 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 will have that, we'll take that anyway every weekend if we can get it. Oh sure, if we get that every weekend, you'd definitely take it. But um before we start, I suppose we're talking about Limerick winning and I suppose sustain Limerick, the club Limerick draw is such a vital cog in that. Um it's less than ten or a month if you sign up for direct there, but I think it closes tonight, the midnight the 24th of March and the draws on Saturday morning on Live 95 FM. There's just, just great prizes. Like, if you won that first prize, it would pay for your club limit draw for the rest of your life, guaranteed. Before you ever win another prize, there's an exclusive prize every month. There's 28 um, other you'd prizes. Want, you'd want a long life at that, Jack. You would, you want. And, like, I mean, there's a, there's there's 30 prizes every month. You only pay 100 for the entire year if you want to go about that. And the lowest prize you can win is a hundred quid, I think, as far as I remember. So, like, you'd be a fool not to sign up. And the, the caveat is, like, 50% goes to your own club. So you're not only sustaining the, the intercount teams, but you're also giving towards your club. It's, sure, Jack, it's, it, it's an absolute no-brainer. Mm. You're, 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 you're talking about, you're, you're talking about less than two euros a week. You know, yeah. and the amount of good that it's doing for for your local club, and the amount of good that it's doing for the county. Now, when you say it closes at midnight tonight, that's only for the match draw. Yeah, like this. Um, it, let's make it clear that um, people are free to come in and join at any time during the year. But yeah. it, it's very advisable to get in from the start. There are thirty 
price is starting with 10,000 euros. And, and they're, they're, they're scaled down and there's, there's an exclusive price there. And the fifth price is an, ex, is an exclusive price. And, and um, you're right, Jack, it, it goes down to 100 euros. So were you lucky enough to get your name pulled out of the hat or out of the ball or whatever they pull them out of? Um, at least you get your money back. It's, it's an apps. But, but Jack, apart apart from winning prizes and forget about winning prizes, um, the, 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 the whole concept of it and um, the way the money is being used, it, it, it is just simply fantastic. As you said, 50, if you, you pay 100 euros there, 50 of it goes to your local club and 50 of it goes to, go, goes to the preparations of the Limerick teams. And I, I, I've just said um, why I'm like the cat that got the cream, Jack. When when I when I listed out what has happened in the last week alone, yeah. and like the, the the draw is going to finance some of that. And yeah, and I, I that's, love that's, that's 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 you know if we want more of that, let's get more people into the draw and let's you know sign up for for the ten months. Um, you know people would be advised to sign up for the ten months today if possible. But if not, sign up for nine months. Sign up for eight months. You you. There'll be nobody refused down the line. No, yeah, I, I was I should have made that point that you can sign up for as many as you want if you want to go monthly, if you want to go in March, and then you don't want to go April, that's up to you. But you would be advising to go for your own sake. Like this isn't for this isn't plugging money into Limerick or, or your own club. This is just for you to give yourself if you're not in, you can't win, isn't that what they say? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's, a, it's a complete no-brainer jacket. It's, it's, it's a, you know, um I, I, I don't get it, uh, you know, people saying that it's too dear, it's too this. It's absolutely for nothing. Yeah, it's absolutely wouldn't. for nothing. It's it, it's less than two euros a week. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it, God, it's definitely if you no brainer. Two, if you give two euros to a child now, they'd look at you as if you had two heads. It's from the price of penny sweets now. You'd hardly get a bag of penny sweets for two euros. No. So the inflation, but anyways, that's uh... scarcely a bag of potatoes, you know. And you know, you're 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 in there with the chance of winning. Absolutely, the, the the prize money is just simply phenomenal on a monthly basis, Jack. The prizes yeah. are just simply incredible. And and like I, I I plead with anybody that's out there or that's dithering about joining it or, or um, please do join it. It's 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 it's. It's look, it's a no-brainer, Jack. Um, yeah, best I suppose best to look to everyone involved that's already signed up and to those who will sign up before uh, the deadline tonight for Saturday's draw. Um, but uh, Jack, uh, congratulations and well done to Club Limerick and Siobhan Scanlon yeah. and those that are involved in it. Like the amount of work that they have put into the promotion of the draw over the last two months in anticipation of the first draw on Saturday has been simply phenomenal. And like we, 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 we see what an important revenue stream it is, as we've already said, to, to, to the county board for the preparation of our teams. And we see the importance of it as a revenue stream to the local clubs. Yeah, it just, it again, benefits oh. everyone. But that's enough um, about the club doing a draw for us. Again, best luck to everyone this weekend and I suppose we'll be plugging it again this time next month, but for now, we'll park it. Um, I'm going to put a graphic up on the screen there, Matt, and just try and decipher this <laughs> for us, because as Limerick go into to the final round of their Division 3 football campaign, 
there is a world of permutations. Now, I went through them the other day. There's, there's a full article on the website there for it. But the long and short of it, for a literary point of view, is if you beat Fermanagh, you are promoted. But outside of that, you are definitely, I suppose, pushing it and, and looking at results elsewhere. You are. And um, I honestly believe, um, you know, win the game, win the football match, you're into Division 2, you're into Division 3 final. Now, mm. Louth go to Ockram. And um, um, Wicklow don't have a great record in Ockram this year. But as yeah. we can see by that graphic, Wicklow off the bottom by virtue of the fact that they had an away win, a surprise away win in Longford last week, which yeah. will have raised a few eyebrows. But well, Limerick to lose the game, Jack. Let, let's let's take that permutation first. The winners of Antrim and Westmead will be promoted with Louth. Because yeah. Antrim are playing Westmead. And they, they would surpass Limerick at that stage on, on to nine points. Well, Limerick to lose and Antrim and Westmead were to draw. Didn't we? We, we would have a very interesting scenario in that we would have um we'd have three teams on eight points i'm going to put in there for for a second on that because i think from my calculations if limerick lose and antrim and westmead draw it is antrim gone through because for them to draw neither of them will go up or down in points and for limerick to lose they'll go down and antrim are currently plus 17 uh me westmead are plus nine and limerick are minus eight so i actually think if limerick lose, no, limerick, are pl limerick are plus eight Plus eight, sorry. But I think if Limerick lose, they have no way of going through. I no, think. if Limerick... No, I, I don't think they have, Jack. I, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's as simple as that. But there, 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 there is one little fly in the ointment also, and I, I think it will also be difficult for Limerick in these these circumstances. Um, were um, Limerick to draw and Lout to lose, then Limerick would possibly go through because Limerick, believe it or not, have a one point better scoring difference as we speak than Louth. Yeah. And Limerick to draw, that would not change. And if Louth <coughs> were to lose, that situation, as far as they would be concerned, would be deteriorate. So yeah. in those circumstances, I think Limerick would go through with the winners of Antrim and Westmead. Uh, yes. That's yeah, that that is the caveat. So I think for Limerick, like they know, a win a hundred percent true, a draw, you're putting yourself in the mix. You still have a decent I suppose just say loud win, Limerick draw, and there's a winner between Antrim and Westmead, it'll come down to whoever wins in Antrim and Westmead. Limerick have the head the head against Antrim, they don't against Westmead. So if Limerick draw, loud win, Antrim win, Limerick are true. But if that happens yeah. and Westmead win, then Westmead are true on account yes. of head to head. Um Fermanagh themselves have a chance of going through. They need to beat Limerick and beat Limerick by an awful lot of points and then hope Antrim Westmead draw. That'll bring uh, all those teams, four teams, onto eight points and then you're going um, points differential. But it seems Fermanagh, their chances of going through are very, very slim. Well, they're slim to none at all, you know. But it's still, they're, they're a team that are, are, are there to win something against Limerick and that's who we do face. 
Tyson and Gale Crowns at they're, Simulcast. They're mathematically, they're mathematically, Jack, you're, you're correct in saying that they're math mathematically not out of the equation. No, and a team like that is always dangerous because they'll probably go for broke early on because they do what their plus, plus minus is zero at the moment. They're going to have to get up to 17 at least to, to surpass Antrim. Um, which, look, if 17 points in a football game is an awful, awful lot. But, look, if, if they go for broke early on and they start to get goals, like Limerick heads could drop and Fermanagh could, could rise to occasion. But what the main point is, Limerick aren't playing a side that are that their league is finished or they're not fighting off relegation either, I suppose, which, which is a positive. But they do have something to play for. Looking at the bottom of the table for a minute, Matt, it's still interesting. Um, as you said, Wicklow beat Longford, but still you'd have Longford have a better chance um, of of getting out of the way. Wicklow need to win their game uh, against Loud, and they need Longford to beat Leash. Um, I think is the only way they're out. If the three teams go on to, to five points, and then they'll come down to points differential. But you'd imagine Leash are relatively safe. Barring a, a lower results going against them, or no? Sorry, yeah, they Longford. If Longford beat Leash, and if, Long, if, Longford, if Longford beat Leash, um, Leash are gone. Unless Wicklow win as well. Unless Wicklow win, because if Longford beat Leash, the, the head to head will come into play. They'll yeah. be both anchored on five points, and the head to head will 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 come in there, and and um, um yeah. That's if Wicklow lose. Yeah, if Wicklow lose and Longford win, Longford are safe and Leash and Wicklow go down. If Wicklow win um, and Longford win, it goes to points differential. There's just so many permutations. But I suppose we won't we won't add too much more on it because it's probably easier to read and listen to. But if Loud and Limerick win, they're both true. Is well, is the long and short of it? Well, the one thing that I'm happy about, Jack, is that we are talking in the context of Limerick. And the permutations at the top of the table. Yeah, and like I suppose this Limerick team over the course of the league, and I'm sure next week we will look back at the league as a whole. But like they won their first two games, and John we were flying or whatever. And then I suppose the change of venue against Loud. I suppose it was the same for both teams, but I suppose Limerick threw them off a small bit. Then they came back with winning against Wicklow and last game to Westmead, but like. This side just are the bounce back ability, and especially on the road, is just incredible. And I was just saying to you, Esther, I wonder is there is there some in the Limerick camp that would rather play in for Manor this weekend? Yeah, but you, you know, we, 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 we've said it time again, like all, over the last couple of years, it's it's Limerick's ability on a, on, and with their backs to the wall, the way they can deliver. That, that 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 is three years in a row they have delivered now, and at the, the risk of, of people getting sick of hearing me saying it, they did it in Sligo in 2020, they did it in Ockram in 2021, and now they're after doing it in Port Leash. You but there is well. one there's one more crucial step. Yeah. And like Westmead have, have proved to be a bogey team to to, to to Limerick over the years, and so have for Manor, unfortunately. Yeah, we, have, we haven't beaten Fermanagh since 2005, I think, and they have beaten us four times in the meantime, and all, you know, our yeah. three times in a draw. Three. Yeah, three times in a draw. But um, it um, look, it, it it it's a massive, massive game, and 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 and. But like Jack, when you 
<laughs> you know, I take you back to that night in Tralee and the opening round of the McGrath Cup. Mm. You know, football is a funny game. Sport is funny. Um, and here we are two months later talking about Limerick going up into Division 2. Um, that that day, um, that night, anyway, you would be very pessimistic about their chances of surviving in the division even. Yeah. But of course, the, the bounce back was very, very quick, Jack. It was the bounce back was in the second round against Tipperary. Yeah. With a very, very creditable performance. And and like it 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 it, it has been onwards and upwards since. And oh, definitely. those two those two wins in the opening rounds against them, Longford and Antrim, the, the Antrim result, Jack, when you see where Antrim are now, was a phenomenal result. Oh, definitely. You know, and, and talking to Billy before the, 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 the league, um, he, you know, he, he was talking about the sort of the comfort of having four home games. And like we, 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 we've eight points and we've six of them on the road. Yeah, but I suppose the, the four at home will do us. That's the because the away farm has been so good. It allows yes. for, I suppose, two slip ups at home. But yeah, um, like it's incredible. And we will look back at the league as a whole um, next week or the week after as we approach championship. But the, I don't think the, the Leash victory should be looked past, like, because. Going to Leash, who are still in the, the, the promotion hunt at that stage, because they'd be on seven now if they got the win. Like they'd be in the same situation as Antrim, Westmead, and Limerick would be behind them. They'd know that a win would probably be good enough for them. But like Limerick started well, they were 10 6 ahead at half time, and then a Leash hit a purple patch. Not like Loud did in UL, and Limerick couldn't pull it back. But I suppose they learned from the Loud game, and I suppose there was probably a bit more patience with the ball and Robbie, having a player like Robbie Burke. To come in from the stands and kick three late points. Like it's a luxury Limerick have now that I suppose they didn't have before that strength and depth. That if one isn't going well, another man will step up in his place. And to win that game, as you said, with your backs to the wall, is just an incredible result for this team. Incredible result. But, but, but Jack, um, we, we, we spoke about the backs to the wall and getting results. And, and we spoke earlier in the year, but it, it went out the window a small bit against Loud. In, in the ability of this team to see out games, to be in the hunt, going down the home straight and seeing out the games, they had to do it against Longford. They mm. had to do it against Antrim. They had to do it against Wicklow. Because they were, they were, they were down to 14 players. Of the, at one stage, they were down to 13 players with two black cards. And, yeah. and that ability, now the, 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 the loud game was the one game that they didn't do it in because they had they had established a winning position with, what, about 10 minutes to go? They were five points up? Yeah, about 10, yeah. Yeah, and a, a loud, or was it longer? But wh whatever it was anyway, loud kicked, kicked seven unanswered points at the finish to yeah. overturn it. But, but it, it's the ability of the, the, the team to keep going and 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 um, and see out these games. This, um, you know, very very often this is the Achilles heel that has dogged Limerick. They do so well, be there or thereabouts, going down the, the the last the home stretch, and you know fail fail to make it count. And but this team seems to have that type of resilience. But like it speaks volumes, uh, Jack, and. Um, 
like we, we, we cannot we cannot say it often enough now we cannot overstate it the job that Billy Lee has done in assembling his squad yeah but um, in, in in the moment of crisis or you know the moment of need in Port Leash last Saturday that he was able to summon players from the bench that were game changers oh most definitely in, game changers in, in this case Robbie Burke yep you know that that that, that 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 will give you a sense and like when you put it against the backdrop of the players that went off the panel at the start of the year and 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 he has resisted that and he has weathered that storm now Brian Fanning is is back on the squad which is fantastic to see yeah yeah but but like no team particularly a team like Limerick can afford to lose the like of Danny Neville or Tommy Childs, key players and and very very good um, squad players in Patrick Scanlon, Seamus Carlin, uh, Seamus O'Carroll, and Dave Connolly. Yeah, you know? I'm sure more as well, like over the years, yeah. It, but, but, the strength and depth is there now. All, all he did was went away and addressed it and 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 um, got players in, in into the squad and and. Um, and just got on with it and got over it, and like, like it, it, it hasn't, by any manner or means, been a trouble-free campaign for Limerick injury-wise. No. Like we, 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 we see the Keen Sheehan missed a couple of games. We see the importance that he is to the team. Um, Robbie Childs is 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 is, is dogged with a bit of injuries this year. Patrick Brown has 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 picked up injuries. Sean O'Dea has picked up injuries, like um, key players. Yeah, it, it's just it's just an, a fantastic achievement for Billy and his side. As I said, two o'clock this Sunday in the Gaelic Rounds, it's not clashing with anything from from my reckoning. There isn't even Six Nations on, so it should be a good crowd in the two Gaelic Rounds. Support Billy's side, and hopefully after an hour and a half, I suppose you'll be looking forward to Division Two football. Um, for the first time since I think it was two thousand and seven when i checked which is 15 years ago like um what i will say is who do you expect i asked you i think it was two weeks ago and we thought it might have been westmead and hopefully limerick what's your thought process on the two that'll go up now loud loud and limerick loud and limerick yeah we'd be we'd be happy with that <laughs> as long as limerick are in one of the two um, we'll be happy that hopefully well, we can just I, get the win. Who, who accompanies us up? I don't give a damn, Jack. Yeah, or else who who comes down from Division Two, or who come down from Division One? If it's if it's Dublin or Monaghan or Donegal, so be it. Um, we'll worry about them next year. But the main thing is to to get Limerick football into Division Two. Um, would be would be a huge huge bonus. But again, we'll be talking about that next week. Staying on the football, Matt, uh, more success this time for, for the ladies footballers. 4-10 to 3-9 winners over Fermanagh in an, in an excellent game. For anyone that hasn't watched it, I don't know if it's it's live yet in the YouTube, but you can definitely get the highlights of a game and a topsy-turvy game. And Fermanagh started the better and Limerick hit back. But Fermanagh were always able to keep ahead until close to the end and Limerick Limerick found the goal from Rebecca Lee and a few Katrina Davis points. Um but a Titanic tussle, uh, but thank God Limerick are into the Division 4 final. Yeah, Jack, and um, I, I saw all the game, and it, it, it 
apart from the result, which was just simply fantastic, it was it was it was it was a it was a most enjoyable and a very very good game of football from Division Four. Um, and that, that's not a reflection on Division 4. You're right. The early running was made by Fermanagh. You see, Fermanagh have a couple of serious forwards in Blaheen Bogue. Um, of course, Emer Smith, who is probably one of the best forwards in, 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 in the country, and, and Sarah Britton. And um, like they, they, they made progress early on. But if, there, if there's one thing about this Limerick team's passage to the, um, to, to the league final, it's the way that the, 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 the defence has stood up, Jack. The defence has been absolutely excellent when, when challenged. And, and you know, we saw it last, we saw it last um, uh, Sunday when they, when they got to grips with Fermanagh. Um, and, 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 and um, you know, lessen the influence of the like of Emer Smith and, and um, Blaheen Bogue and, and Sarah Britton. And and you'd Laura grew there as well. So you know some of the best forwards that are playing the game at that level, um, uh, for men I have them. And like you know, as the game progressed, Limerick were getting more and more on top in 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 that section now, which which is which is very very important. I thought Roisin Ambrose led from the front again. Um, you know there are there are so many positives um, um, as, as the weeks go by. Kathy Mejak is best is back to her best forum. The, the type of forum that would have got her in any any county team in the country. She absolutely fantastic last week. Um, Rebecca Delee, Katrina Davis, Maureen Kavanagh. Maureen Kavanagh ends up with two goals. She could easily have ended up with four. Um, she was unlucky to see two more um, um, go, going and begging. Like we've we've quite quite a quite a good forward line and 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 have players to come off the bench as well which yeah. is is very very important and another thing that has impressed me great um, again for the, um, and it's not for the first time this year is the placing of Amy Ryan Amy Ryan was full forward and and our main goal scoring threat for the last couple of years she's now playing wing back and playing there very very effectively yeah and of course, Leah Cochran was also um, in her early days in the forwards, and she's now bedding into at centre half back. But another positive, and as if we haven't enough of positives in that, and it was just absolutely fantastic to see that Neve Ryan was named and tugged out last week. Like yeah. one of our best jewel stars over the last 10 years, without a doubt. Um, a huge boost to Limerick Ladies football and a huge boost for John Lewis and the Camogie team, a player of the calibre of Neil Ryan. Now, she, she did have a hand injury, which which has ruled her out of action. But thankfully, she's back and, and is going to be a huge, huge plus to Graham Shine and John Lewis. Now, interestingly and belatedly, Deborah Murphy and Cameron O'Leary made their football debuts. Yep. And of course, we got from them what we expected from them. High energy performance. And Cameron O'Leary was involved in the winning goal. Yeah, which, um, which was beautifully finished by, by, by Rebecca Delee. So 
it's it's happy days for 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 Graham Shine and 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 his 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 backroom team. They they, they will travel to play awfully wherever it is, <coughs> Jack. With no little confidence, <clears throat> they have reason no. to be confident. They have beaten awfully um, already in 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 the campaign. <clears throat> but Jack, if you looked at the league from the outset, and I think we we you and I are probably as guilty as anybody else of making this judgment, we would have said. That, that the strong teams in the, in Division Four this year were from Man and Leitrim, mm. and and they're both gone. Yeah, <laughs> it just shows how that can how can that can turn. I suppose for Anna, beat Limerick in the twenty twenty All Ireland semi final. I suppose it was a bit of revenge there um, last Sunday. But yeah, an ex- exceptional game. Um, there's no as you said, there's no venue on the final yet, but it is awfully in the final um, Sunday, April third. It's just something to look forward to, and I suppose. Limerick have been knocking on that Division 4 door for a long time now at this stage. They had that brief respite in intermediate football in 2019. Didn't go to plan, but I suppose consistent building like the men's footballers, they were in Division 4 not so long ago and they're looking to get to Division 2. So you're hoping for the same for Graham Shine and, he, and his side. But yeah, we look forward to that game more in depth as, as the final approaches. But how good is it to have a final to look forward to guarantees uh, after... I saw six or seven weeks of the league. Jack, can I can I can I dream for a minute? Yeah, can of course. Uh, a division, a men's division three title, doubled up with a ladies division four title. Wouldn't it be just lovely? It would, and I, like, it's not even. It's not. It's it's not that far away, and it it, no. it, it it's not. It's 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 not that. Um, you know, as unimaginable as you think, you know. Two years ago now, you might have said that them lads are, are, are dreaming altogether, but like that's a real, very realistic possibility. And again, down to the work of Billy Lee and his side and all the work that's going on with the ladies footballers that we, we can dare to dream of two football titles to, to come um, after, well, I suppose the hurdles, they're out of the league, but that's beside the point. Um, yeah, that game against Offaly is April the 3rd, so we'll have another week to, to look forward to that. There is Camogie this weekend. The juniors are in action against Clare in Fallerback Namara Park at Saturday at 2 o'clock. A disappointing outing for Tim McGrath's side in the first round against Wexford, I suppose. The less said about that, the better. For a really young side against Clare, who we beat last year, it's completely different teams. So you, you can't be expecting to beat Clare, but you'll be looking for, for building blocks, just a positive performance um, against the near neighbours, and they probably know each other. From playing up along along the ranks, but most importantly, is performance you're looking for. Yeah, it is, Jack. And um, the squad that I saw that travelled to Wexford, there wasn't a single one of them that was involved in the squad last year. Mm. That 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 will tell you what what a big change it is, and you know what a big task it is for Tim McGrath and his management team. But like, it, it has to start as a building block. Less said about the Wexford result, the better. It was very disappointing, Jack. You know, to get a walkover in 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 what was Limerick's only home game. Limerick yeah. were due to play down last last weekend, and down were unable to travel. And I suppose down got beaten five seventeen to no score by Clare in the opening round. You know, so I I suppose. Um, but the, the, my understanding, Jack, in Division Three of the Little Woods League, is that there's only one team qualifying for the final. 
Yeah. There are not semi-finals. Division one and division three have straight finals. There's a whole raft of quarterfinals, semi-finals, and final in division in, in division two, by the way, which includes division two, which includes Waterford seniors and Wexford seniors. Yeah. Um that, that's another story. But um uh, yeah, it, it it it's going to be a tough task. Anytime you go to Father McNamara Park, we went there last year. In you, you, you'll recall, in the seniors and 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 dug a win out of it. But difficult place to go. Any 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 clear venue is, um, you know, it it, it it's not easy. So, um, <clears throat> look, I, I think um, um, Tim McGrath will be looking just for performance and see what kind of a performance he can get and um, get an improved performance on the Wexford performance and. That most of the girls, um, it, it, it's a complete new scenario for them. I, I, adult intercounty camogie, it's a big, big step up, and they're yeah. a very, very young side. So, um, let's hope for the best, Jay. Yeah, we'll hope for the best. Um, hopefully, pull on that green jersey the last day, we'll just give them that feel of it, and that they can, I suppose, hit the ground running against Claire. Um, so the best wishes to them on Saturday in Father McNamara Park. Um, we had hurling at the weekend. The Limerick hurlers finally won, Matt. Um, it wasn't all doom and gloom. Eventually, look, the standard of opposition has to be taken into account. Um, Offaly were well beaten in all their games. I think it was at minus 83. It's probably more an indictment on the system than Offaly themselves. Look, there's no point in them. Well, I suppose there is point, but it's relatively unfair. But Limerick got the job done. They got four goals and 29 points against any opposition. Um, it's a good parameter because... Scoring had been a real issue for Limerick. They were, what, 11 points against Wexford? Was it 118 against Galway? The scores weren't coming that easily, whereas they did uh, that bit more freely against Offaly. Will give them some semblance of confidence for Cork next month? I think it will, Jack, because um, uh, there, there are a lot of parallels um, between the Limerick League campaign of, of 2021 and 2022. Um, it started very poorly in 2021, um, picked up momentum as, 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 as it went along. And um, um, then, you know, and then we saw what happened in the championship. I, I think it's a very, very, very timely boost. And um, we were speculating there for the last number of weeks that, you know, that John Kiley perhaps was, was gearing up, up everything for Easter Sunday, you know, and, and the clash with Cork and, um, th- that would be true to form for the last number of years, and it looks as if it's it's the same again. You know, an awful lot of things came together um, last week, and uh, I, I suppose we, we we have to mention the return of Mike Casey. Yeah. We mentioned his we mentioned his potential return um, last year last week, and um, it's like as if he has never been away. So. Um, you know, he's an incredible addition. And, you know, as we said last week, he's given John Kiley an incredible um, headache um, when it comes to the selection of his team. But, of course, it'll give him a lot of options. Jack, I, I think it, it, it's a major boost. It's a timely boost. It, it, it's Limerick's last game, the last series competitive game before they go down to Parky Key for the first round of the championship. Because you'll be going down to... Um, Play a Cork side that 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 um will certainly have one game more. They they're due to play Kilkenny in the 
League semi-final this weekend and po- a possibly potential um, final the week after where they're, where they're to overcome Kilkenny and to be a brave man that would bet against them beat, not beating Kilkenny in, in their own party Eve on Saturday evening. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's a major boost. John Kiley seemed to be very, very pleased with, with, with um, the level of commitment, the level of, the level of intensity. Um, there was a marked improvement in um, a lot of, 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 of the um, shortcomings that he had identified um, after the Clare game. So I think it's it's going very 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 much in 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 the right direction, and it, it's a huge confidence boost. And and um, I I I think you're 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 going to see um um you're you're going to see a, a return to the Limerick that we have known for the last three or four years, um when we go down to Cork. Yeah, you you mentioned they're going to plan. I suppose John would be hoping to find. I suppose two or three every year is kind of what what you're kind of looking for. For me, I think Carl O'Neill really announced himself in the in the five games. Um, was quite enough against Wexford. I think everyone was quite. But since then, has been a real shining light for Limerick. You mentioned um, Mike Casey there, hit the ground running as if he was never away. Um, I think Barry Nash was real standout as well. Is there anyone that you think okay, despite the results, they weren't great, that has really put their hand up saying uh, I want to feature this year or even like the Baron Ash, who's cementing his place, even though there's competition coming from all ends in the in the full back line. Yeah, well, you you, you know, um, uh, Barry Nash has, has his he should a rallying call like I'm in possession, come and take it off me if you're able. And certainly, <clears throat> on his, I I've been hugely impressed with Barry Nash, and I've been hugely impressed with him in the Monster Club or in the the, the Monster Senior Cup when he when he was captain of the team. And I thought he you know he he led from the front and was excellent. I I I can't see Barry Nash's um, position being at risk. No, he was he was cornerback as Sunday, and he got among the goals. Um. Yeah. So, so that will tell you the type that the, the type of all-round player that Barry Nash is. Yeah, you, you're right there when um, when you say that um, Carl O'Neill absolutely put up his hand. I think Carl, uh, Carl, uh, Colin Coughlin could be quite pleased enough, Jack. Um, yeah. You know, um, a few cameo appearances by Brian O'Grady could be quite pleased enough. Um, of course, Mike Casey, we know. And and then we we, we, we we come to this corner forward position and and uh, who will fill the boots of of of, um, of Peter Casey? I, I I would be still going going with with, with Graham Mulcahy. Yeah, he proved you right with four points at the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. No. I I I have the utmost faith in Mull. You know, he he's delivered it so for so long and so often. Um, you know, and he's Graham McKay is a real quality player, Jack. And yeah. um, like it, 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 it epitomizes that the, the, the bounty of riches that's at John Kiley's disposal when, when he has Angolan, Adam English, Graham Mulcahy, Peter Casey, when Peter will be available, looking for two positions between them. You yeah. know, that, that's a that's a very, very, very Strong position. I'm sure any manager across the country would give their right arm for it. Yeah, I. But yeah, looking I back, looking back at last week, and and uh, we 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 were talking about 
um, likely pretenders to Limerick's throne, and we, we were sort of half identifying Cork and 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 Galway. Jack, don't rule out Kilkenny. Oh, definitely not. Um, yeah, they're obviously playing Cork in the league semi-final, as you said, and it's Wexford and Warford. Another one. I suppose we'll look at those counties more as we approach um, the most championship because it's only four weeks away, man. It, it's not that that far away. Um, like Cork could be brimming with confidence, or if they lose Kilkenny at home, they'll think it's under chance for Miss Silverway. And we, we said the nature of the league and with championship so close that one week could make a huge difference positively or negatively. Like if you're Cork now, you're under pressure first and foremost to win at home. And then if you win at home to, to take home a bit of silverware, like so pressure is really on Cork. And I think Limerick, I, I was talking to someone, they said they were on a hard block of training while the league was going on. They'll have ample time now for recovery to get everything right. Um, Discipline was much improved against Offaly. There was no no semblance of any even yellow card. The, what I will say is, William who looked to be limping after the game. No, maybe that was just what I was looking at him. He's one player you couldn't really afford to be missing. No, but we have four weeks to get him right. And, um, yeah. you know, you're right there. That there's a window of opportunity to clear to, to clear up the knocks, you see. Um, I spoke there earlier about the Cork having potentially the two games. There might be a slight downside to that as well, Jack. Um, for the very reason that you've said that Limerick are going to have a clear run. Like yeah. if if you if you're going to play two more games, you're 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 going to um you're going to um you're going to risk injuries for starters. And and secondly, were you to win the competition, suddenly going into the first round of the championship, you're the team to be knocked. Uh plus the fact that <coughs> were you to lose the final? What would the fallout from it be? So I I I think on balance, after the, the the performance of last week, I think John Curley will be quite happy to go away nice and quietly for the next month and prepare his team and have him in fine fettle when they go down to Cork in, at Easter. Yeah, I think it's an ideal running. Looking at the other teams, because Munster like. Like, how, how do you pick three out of the five? Now, I do think there is. I think, for me, Limerick, Cork and Waterford are a bit ahead. But in a four-game series, like, Tip will definitely fancy their chances. And so will Clare. When you have um Tony Kelly and Jason Ford, like, you're guaranteed <coughs> between 110 and 115 on any given day. It's a huge scoring stake. Like, can you see Tipperary or Clare causing upset upset Munster? And we, again, we will touch on it closer to the championship, but for now, do you think there is a golf in the top three, or it's anyone's game in, in Munster? It's anybody's game in Munster, Jack. I, I wouldn't discount Tipperary for one minute. You know, I uh, I wouldn't, nor I wouldn't discount Clare. Like, um, I'm not sure. I know Clare have Limerick in Innes. I, I don't know what the other game that they have in Innes. Innes is a very, very hard place to, to, to win, Jack. Yeah, you know, they, they'll, be saying, they'll be saying to themselves, "Let's get four points in this, and we'll pick up what we can on the road." Now, Cork have only one home game. That's yeah. against Limerick, because they've, um, played, they've, they've, they've had cheering at home. They've, they've had cheering at home, so <laughs> they, they have forfeited the right to the second home game. So, um, you know that that could that could change the dynamic in that. 
but I, yeah. I would still fancy Cork to, to come through. Um, Jack, if you're asking me the three, Limerick and is, is my answer. Limerick and? Yes. <laughs> you're, you're just avoiding the, the question there. Yeah, look, there's, 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 time, there's time to look at that. Um, in greater depth. I mean, we'll... you, 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 can, you can sit down, you can talk about the five counties that are involved in it, and you can make a compelling case for each one of them being in the top three, each one of them being in the Munster final, and almost each one of them winning the Munster final. Yeah, pretty much. They all they all have pedigree. Um I don't I can't I can't remember last time Claire won Munster, but they've all they've all won Munster relatively um in recent times. I think Cork is a while as well. But yeah, look, if you could make a case for any of them, they've all been to All Ireland finals in I suppose Limerick and Cork last year, uh Tip in nineteen, Watford in twenty twenty, Clare in thirteen, like they've all been at the the biggest stage in the last 10 years, like so. Um, this huge pedigree there. What would have been there twice 2017 and 2020? Yeah, yeah, I like you know, Tipperary have won it three times in the last 12 13 years. Um, yeah. Claire was like you would mentioned Cork haven't won it since all five, and Walford's, I suppose, it's it's a family at this stage, but in Munster, like you can't look at the All Ireland series, um, in Munster or Leinster because in Leinster. All right, we Westmead and Leash into the outside, they're reckoning them, but then you have Dublin, Wexford, Galway, and Kilkenny, and only three can go through. Like, you're going to lose three big teams before you get to All Ireland, but that's that's the beauty of this, and we'll look forward to that. Um, and more as it, as it closes in, keeping with the hurling, Matt, Irish Kilrish finally did it. Um, at the fourth attempt, um, to beat the, the black and white hoops of St. Kieran's College, um, and a brilliant performance. From, from Niall Moore inside, 117 to 15 victors. But they kind of kept them at arm's length for a lot of the contest once they, I think they had five points in a row in the first half. And playing in Crop Park didn't phase them one bit. Um, hit the ground running when you have the likes of uh, Shane O'Brien and David Kennedy and JJ Carey and these lads going well like you're, you're a match for any side. And the Omens look very good because when you think of the, we talked about it last week, the Irish School Reach teams, that couldn't get over the line. And what they produced in terms of All-Ireland winners for Limerick, the future is certainly very bright for, for those young lads and for Limerick Hurland. It is, Jack. It, 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 was, it was a major, Philip. And they, they, they were very, very worthy winners, Jack. And I know um, the deal wasn't sealed until, what, the 56th minute when David Kennedy got that goal, Jack. But um, uh, from a stage in the first half, you could rarely see... Um, um, art school not winning it. Yeah. Like they accepted, they accepted, accepted a level of dominance, um, and it mightn't have been reflected fully on on on, on the scoreboard. You, you must remember the Alan Dunphy, the the, the St. Kieran's goalkeeper, made two stunning saves in the first half. Had had one of those gone in, that there would have been clearer daylight between the sides, but. Um, like you got what you expected from St. Kieran's there, you know, St. Kieran's aren't leading the role of honor in the Crow Cup for, by accident. Um, yeah. They haven't been the most successful college in it by accident. They haven't appeared in more finals than anybody else by accident. And they weren't going to roll over and they had a decent performance against them, um, against them. Um, um, St. Joseph's Tuller in, in, in the semi-final. I saw both semi-finals and 
as I said last week, I was pretty confident that Arsenal uh, would, would 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 get the better of them, and that 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 is the way it transpired. But you had you had some great performances by um you you know when you go to Croke Park and when you go to a final and when you're trying to in the hoodoo or lay a bogey or do anything like that, one thing that's absolutely crucial, Jack, is that your big players stand up. And they stood yeah. up in spades. Like, um, le, 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 um, Art Skull were looking to Shane O'Brien, and by God, did did he deliver some performance on the biggest stage. Nilo Farrell, David Kennedy, Keane Scully, Vince, Har- Vince Harrington, JJ Carey, you can roll off the names. They were absolutely mm-hmm. excellent. I thought the fullback John Fitzgerald had a fine game until he had to retire injured. And, um, you know, they, 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 they were able to withstand they were able to withstand that loss. Even O'Leary at cornerback, his his block before half time was absolutely crucial. But it was a microcosm of the way that 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 um, Art School were approaching it. Um that the, the intensity and, and and the level of commitment and passion that they had brought to it, that he got in that position because um young um was Ben Whitty was he, he looked distant to score. Yeah. And then um, and he literally came from nowhere to 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 uh, from that block round that that lockdown. And I'm only just saying that because, as I said, it it, it epitomised the way our school went about the game and why they are champions, why they won the Crow Cup. And like it was memorable for Limerick because it's hard to believe that the Crow Cup hasn't found residency in Limerick since 1966. When, yeah. when when Limerick CBS won the the Crow Cup for the second time in three years, and and <coughs> at that stage we thought we were in for a feast of Crow Cups, but actually it, 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 it's been a, we got a famine, and let let's hope now that this is the start of a new feast. Yeah, it was and, long uh, overdue for Limerick and long overdue for Arts Clarice, who again yeah, have consistently so shown they can get to that level and. They came up against exceptional St. Kieran's side. Let's not make no, no bones about it, but they got the yeah, job done. Like they, they had a couple of exceptional players, like St. Kieran's, uh, you know, um, Joe Fitzpatrick at centre back, but but physically and a holler was, was yeah. absolutely uh, immense. James Carroll at midfield, who was a grandson of the late Ted Carroll, former All Ireland winner with Kilkenny and a former Kilkenny County Secretary, as far as I remember. And um, you had um, Harry Harry Shine, uh, like you, you know they 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 had they had some very 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 good players, but like on, on the day I'd say they would be forced to put their hands up and say that they were beaten by a better team. Congratulations to Niall Morn, he stuck with it with a long 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 time, yeah. and um, you know and he, he has been he has been keen to emphasise along uh, along the way and particularly along this journey like that that. Uh, the downside of um, uh, the number of near misses this particular group of players had, but maybe Jack, it whetted the hunger, it whetted the appetite, and um, certainly they, they, they delivered, and they, they, they delivered, and um, um, you know, Hard School and Limerick can be proud of what their performance in Croke Park last last Thursday. Yeah, congratulations to all the players you mentioned. I'll more there, I suppose. Liam Cron and Conor McDonough, and there's so much more. Yes. Goes on behind the scenes in that school, and like you definitely wouldn't rule them out, uh, win another in, in the near future because just the talent they have to their disposal. But 
they'll always be Crow Cup champions. They can always say that. They, they can never take that away from So congratulations to, to Arts Coloration. All the best for, for the years to come. Um, I suppose talking of underage, Matt, we have the coming the Bull Skull um, semi-finals. Before, before we go away from colleges, Jack, and it went under the radar a small bit. On Wednesday last, Kalashta Yosef Agus Ida won the Munster College's Senior Hurling E Championship, which was a very, very notable win because, as we know, that Abbey Field is the bastion of, of one of the bastions of football in Limerick. But yeah. uh, they had a 26 man <coughs> squad drawn from Tornafulla and Temple Danton. There were 17 players from Temple Danton and nine from Tornafulla. And they, they, they had a very, very good win, Jack. And they did it against the odds. They won by 215 to 213. And they did they, they did it for the most part with 14 players. As as they had a player sent off as early as the 17th or 18th minute. Okay. So it, 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 it was an incredible performance. Now they, they had started very brightly and they had moved into a six points lead early on. Um but they were playing Manscon or Man Manskull, excuse my Irish, S N on Rin. From Waterford. Oh, yes. And um, by half time, just coming up to half time, uh, Manskull had, had drawn back level. And um, Adam Fitzgerald, um, uh, who was the team captain, um, got a goal from a free just before half time to give the, the Abbey Field side um, uh, a goal lead at half time. And, like, you know, with 14 players facing the entire second half, um, you, you wondered was it enough? But it was enough. And and they held out, and it's a notable victory, uh, Jack, um, because certainly um, it's a fantastic school for for sport and a whole raft of sport in in that they take part in football, obviously basketball, um, rugby. I see they were one of the first names in even in for the ladies, um, ladies rugby Munster Cup, which which was inaugurated this year. Um, great school for sport. And um, certainly one that you wouldn't be expecting um, to, to see him among the Royal of Honour for hurlers for hurling, but absolutely fantastic for, for, for everybody. Congratulations to Dave Kennelly back there and to Seamus O'Sullivan, the former Limerick goalkeeper, um, who were the mentors behind the team. And um, it's, it's a boost for hurling in that area of the county, and it's, it's a boost for Limerick hurling, Jack. Yeah, you definitely know, a boost for that area. Yeah, definitely a boost for the game. Like, um, well, like in that area where you know, like, but and and Templeton have been doing fantastic work for hurling over over the years, and like this, this, this is just a, um, <coughs> a reward they deserve, and um, a huge congratulations again to them. Yeah, congratulations to Art School and obviously Abbeyfield School um, on winning. Uh, Hurling honours, which was expected for Arts Cull, but I suppose for Klaus Tidags Yosef, um, it's brilliant to see that, like I suppose, coming from two parishes as well, shows just the work done there. Um, there's a couple of things I just want to, to get through before we finish. Uh, I, start, I started about the, the coming of Mulls Cup. we come to that in a minute. You wanted to, to talk about Shea for Dave on May 28th. I know it, it's something close to your heart. Yeah, Jack, it's... It, 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 um... 
it's it's um fixed for um it's going to be on in the GA complex in Ballylanders on the 28th of May and it it it's it, it, it's it's a tribute night um uh, to the late Dave Walsh who died unexpectedly uh, <coughs> at the outset of the pandemic Dave Walsh was known loved and liked the length and breadth of County Limerick and beyond. Like he dedicated his life to, to Gaelic football. He was Ballylanders representative on the South Board and the County Board for many, many, many years up to the time of his death. And now the, the Ballylanders and the Gareth Spillane clubs have come together um, for a tribute night for Dave on the 28th. And um, obviously, shave for Dave. People will be growing beards. I don't know whether you're going to shave or not, Jack, for that. But um, uh, and and they'll be shaving shaving on the night. Now, I just put it into context. Uh, um, Dave, the late Dave Walsh, was the uncle of um, the Rhines, the Rhine brothers, who we all know with Gareth Spillane, TJ, David, and Donny, and um, they've they've come together. As I said, that they will be shaving on the night, but there will also be a very, very interesting panel discussion on the night. Um, and it, it will feature, um, on Gaelic Games, it will feature a high-powered panel. Obviously, TJ Ryan will be in it. Mark Landers will be in it. Anthony Daly will be in it. And Kerry's Tommaso Shea will be in it. So <clears throat> it's, a, it's a very, very high... It's mainly drawn from the... Um, those that are involved in Anthony Daly's podcast is relocating to Ballylanders for a for for a night, and um, Tommaso Shea will be will will be um, will be um, will be joining yes, in, is. and the, the, there'll be fellas getting their hair off and getting shaved and every sort of a thing. It go it's going to be a great night. But look, Jack, it 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 it, it is a night essentially that's a tribute to a man that was a legend. And I, I know the word can be thrown around very, very loosely. Dave Walsh will never, Jack, be forgotten. And and the confirmation he was made, he made one of the most affable and likable people you could ever meet was Dave Walsh. And um, I, I got a sense of it um, when he passed away suddenly, the number of people that um, <laughs> contacted me personally, nor was it a fact that it, it was the Dave Walsh that they knew that had passed away because he, he larger than life character, um, great character, loved by everybody. And um, I hope certainly that there, it, I, I expect it will be a full house that night because such was the esteem that he was held among his own community, among his adopted community. He, he, he native of Galbally lived in, in over around Garis and, um, Galbally, actually probably in the parish of Galbally, <coughs> his adopted community and certainly um, held in huge esteem among the GA family. So yeah, that's, that's on the 28th minute, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it again before then. Yeah, a, a fitting tribute. Um, another thing that's happened on this weekend, we touched on the club limit draw at the start, is the start of the Con and Annie Kirby Memorial Stake in the Limerick Greyhound track. A brilliant initiative every year. Uh, every club gets a nominated dog, and it is a big prize for for the winning dog. 
I don't know. I don't know too much about it now this year, um, as it hasn't started yet. But enough, Ballestine. It, it's Jim Crack, who we're cheering on in Heath Eleven. Uh, who's for Bylanders and Glen Rood, you know? Or... No, um, but I, I, all I can tell you is that um, it, it, it's, it's just a fantastic um, uh, concept and, again, testimony to the generosity of J.P. McManus and, and the McManus family. And um, it, 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 um, it ties in very, very nicely with J.P. McManus's great love of GA and um, undoubted love of GA. And Noreen McManus is, um, and her parents um, commemorating her parents who were very, very, very much into the greyhound, greyhound racing. Um, it's starting. You're right, Jack. It's starting on on Saturday night when when there will be thirty in heats. Um, well, Jack, the, 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 you know we, we spoke earlier in, the, in this uh, this cast about the 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 the, um, the club Limerick draw and. The concept of this um, is, is just absolutely fantastic. It's mm. absolutely fantastic. Um, fantastic way of mobilising the clubs early in the year. And so, I mean, with, you know, everyone everyone starting next Saturday night is in with a chance of getting the 10,000 first prize. Yeah. Which is phenomenal. Absolutely mm. phenomenal. So, like, it, it generates huge, huge interest. And God knows, Jack, there's enough of bad news around the world with Ukraine and with COVID. It, it, it's great to have an antidote like um, the Conan Kelby memorial stakes and things like that to take our minds off off, off those. But it's a, just a fantastic, uh, fantastic concept. And, uh, you know, full match to J.P. McManus and the McManus family uh, um, for... for um, for the, the whole idea, the whole idea, and 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 their generosity in 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 um, one of the biggest one of the biggest stakes in the country, if not, you know. So yeah, the best look to, to all teams involved. As was best look to teams involved in league action this weekend. I know for a share team. Um, best look to the teams or to the dogs. I suppose best to look to both. I suppose they're all they're all for one uh, for the next five weeks if they can get that far. Um, yeah. Whoever whoever whose dog is winning, their team is winning. I suppose in a way because they're that bit closer to the ten thousand prize. But there's league action anyway again this weekend. Football league action. Um, I suppose a lot of teams didn't get a start last week. Just a week was in it, so it'll be the start of the season for for a share of teams. So best wishes to all those. But to, to finish off today, the coming the months call Matt. Um, the semi-finals and final finals are quickly approaching next week. Um, and we we talked about it before, but it's important for for these competitions to have made a return and just make it feel like we're returning back to normality. It is, Jack. It's our first time back in three years. Um, we've we've got the Mackie and Hurling and the Neville in 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 Camogie. Uh, the Mackie dedicated to the late the late Mick Mackie and um, the Neville Cup. Um, uh, presented in honour of Etna Neville, a former great Limerick Camogie player. Jack, the common bond skull, you know, is where many of the players that featured against Offaly last week, <coughs> many of the players that featured against Leash, many of the players that featured against Fermanagh started off their, 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 their careers. And um, the, the, the young kids are, are going to school and they're representing their school and they're representing their clubs. And this is their first opportunity. 
and the first taste that they get of playing representative when they're being selected um, to, to represent their division, which is an honor in itself. So this weekend or um, next week, uh, the, the Mackey and Neville Cups will both be decided. Um, on Tuesday, um, now it's West against City and it's South against East. And on Tuesday, the Mackey Cup semifinals will take place in McNeville Park, the two semifinals at 12.30. And the Neville Cup semifinals will take place also at McNeville Park at 1.30. Then we fast forward to Thursday. Like and the, the the prize the prize for the winners on on Tuesday is to get to play in the Gaelic Browns. And um, fast forward to Thursday, and the finals are on in the Gaelic Browns with the Mackey um, the Mackey um, Cup final throwing in at two o'clock, and the Neville Cup final throwing in at three. So we we say best of luck to all the young players, the stars of the future. Um. We, we, we we hope that they will be aspiring to replace the the Dermot Burns as the Declan Hannans of this world. And you must remember, it it, it 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 is the breeding ground for a lot of the players that have come through to um yeah. to play for the Limerick Senior Hurling team. And if you talk to the players that have, they're immensely proud of being of having been involved in those competitions. Of course, so, and rightly so. So well done, well done to Joe Lyons and everybody involved with coming upon school, Brother Dalmer, all the teachers, and uh, put an awful lot of work into it. But it is the breeding ground, and these competitions, as I said, are the first opportunity that young players have of playing representative hurling or representative camogie or being selected for somebody other than that club or school. Yeah, and. As as great as it is to see the success with the, the senior teams at the moment, as you mentioned, the likes of Declan Hannon, who, who has lifted Lee McCarthy three times, and I suppose uh, Ian Carbett and Donald Sullivan, joint captains of Liverpool football, they're not around forever. And this is where, I suppose, the new Declan Hannons, the new Ian Carbett's, uh, the, the new Amy Ryan's, these new players w will make their breakthrough. So the best look to all of them. Um, again, a best look to the Camogie team, the junior Camogie team on Saturday in Clare. But I think all roads this weekend, Leads the Gaelic Crowns on Sunday at two o'clock to cheer on Billy and his side, and hopefully we can get a, a second promotion in, in three years. And what an achievement it would be! But an achievement worthy of their effort, I definitely think, Matt. So, please God, this Jack, time next week. Go on. We need it. We need a sixteenth man against Fermanagh. Yeah. And and the great GA family of Limerick can provide that sixteenth man by turning out in numbers and cheering on the lads. I think there's, there's definitely, I feel a buzz around this weekend going into that game. Just a huge opportunity for Limerick. Um, not entirely, I, look, I'm not I'm not entirely surprised by Billy Lee and his side to be in this position. Um, I know the work that's going on um, behind the scenes up there, the work of Billy and Shamey and Shane Kelly and these Adrian O'Brien and these lads, like, um, and the players themselves. Morris so, Horton is on board as well. Yeah, like, and can't forget the players, as you mentioned, they're going off the panel that, that put in the work at the start. Um, so hopefully they can get the job done. It should be, it'll be a joyous day, definitely a joyous day in the Gaelic Grounds. As I said, it's 2007, 15 years is a long time 
if you wait from from second division football we could have dublin in the gaelic crowns next year we could have cork we could have Derry or Roscommon or Galway. We'll have one of them definitely if we get promoted. Like so, um, a huge opportunity to Billy and his side. We wish them all the best of luck. And please, God, we'll be talking about that next week and more, Matt. But that's it for today. Um, again, a huge thank you to you, Matt, for for taking part and for everyone for for listening. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the weekend. As I said, the weather is kind of turning a bit. Um, we'll be able to get out a bit more and and enjoy it. And the clocks are going forward. Um, if I'm right on Saturday, so. Next week, 18, degrees, 18 degrees tomorrow, Jack, they're saying. Yeah, so you'll be waking up and you'll be bright, and you'll be coming home from work and you'll be bright, and you'll be bright for the majority of the evening. So, look, it's something to look forward to, definitely, Matt. But for now, we'll leave it at that. Um, thank you, Matt, and thank you to everyone listening. We'll talk again soon. Thank you, Jack. The impression again, we get old with what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, it's Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Limerick went out there from the World Court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the bar and the fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. No sympathy in this game for anybody.